you would have to remind me. I almost forgot. No, I didn't. It was a terrifying night. Very sad indeed. Justin Michael, DNVR Rams, going to join us now. We, we're having him on again two times in a row. Justin setting the record here. Uh, Justin, man, that was, dude, that was a kick in the teeth. I mean, that just, there's really no other way to put it. That was awful. Awful way to lose a game. Yeah, man, it's it's been a tough week, obviously. Really, three games in a row where you were right there in it and played pretty good defense, um, at least in the second half. But, yeah, to come all the way back from down 11 at halftime to, to find a way to, you know, really just keep going, man, because for a long time it felt like one of those games where you could only get within five or six, and that was all they were going to do, and then, they ultimately tie it with a great shot from Isaiah. I felt like if they go to overtime, all the momentum is in CSU's favor, but kind of a defensive lapse and a really key moment there. And what's frustrating is that the second time in a week where you lose a game where you're right there in it and like, you don't stop the ball at all. And he, he banked a, a half court shot in Jared Lucas. So credit to him. That's a crazy shot, but to let that guy get it off that cleanly and to go down like that after everything you did to tie the game, it's, like you said, man, it's just gut-wrenching. What can you tell us about that last that last play? Uh, Nico calls the t- timeout, and, and there are some Rams fans that weren't crazy about that. I mean, given what happened after the New Mexico game, I 100% agree with calling a timeout. Um, but you're, you're obviously having discussions. You're saying don't foul but uh, it looked like, and I think you shared this out on, on on X too, Justin, it just looked like there was confusion on that final shot against Lucas. Yeah, it it, it looked like Lake thought that Cartier was going to pick up Lucas, and Cartier thought that Lake was, and they both kind of did, but neither really contested the shot. He was able to get a, a running start. You know, if anything, just get in front of him. You definitely don't want to foul him, and it was a foul fest, so I, I get why you're maybe a little bit uh, uneasy about you know trying to contest the shot just because they called 34 fouls mm. in the second half alone. It was it was wild, but I asked the players, and unfortunately, the players we got post game were not Jalen, were not Patrick, but neither Isaiah or Joel really thought that there was like a defensive lapse or anything like that. Um, I asked Medved as well, and. You know, he, he mentioned he'd have to go look at it again. I'm sure, you know, they wish he they would have slowed down his momentum a little bit more. But, yeah, like, I didn't get any great answers post game on what happened. But, I mean, you got to credit a, a great player for making a great shot. I'm not trying to, to rail CSU here or anything. It's just it's, it's a really disheartening way to go down. And, obviously, given the, the circumstances and what's at stake for this team, now you're in a really tough spot. Like, you really have not been on the bubble at any point this season. Even now, I think if today was Selection Sunday, CSU would be an NCAA tournament team. But it's not. And now you have to play back-to-back Q4 games. Both are regional rivals who are always going to be gunning for you. And then you got to play day one of the Mountain West tournament, and that's going to be a Q3 game at best. Any of those losses could potentially be what, you know, keep you out of the NCAA tournament. And after everything that we've done this season, that's just a a really wild spot to be in and a lot could happen, you know, who knows, but man, the pressure is on. They have to win these last couple games. No, they got to find a way. And, and again, it's against two teams 
they should beat. They'll be favored to beat, but Wyoming did beat them, and Air Force, they, they go to overtime. Kind of a miraculous situation there to force overtime, and then the Rams run away with it. So it's not impossible. That's why last night was just so critical. Uh, you know, We've said it all year, rule number one, win at home, and when you lose at home and you're not able to win on the road, uh, you put yourself in a position here where you got to win these final two games. You might have to do something in the tournament, Justin. I mean, if you're, I don't think you can lose day one. Okay, there you go. I was just going to ask. You basically, you, you got to win three games, right? I mean, it's 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 basically tournament time for CSU. More or less. I mean, a lot can happen, so I, I don't want to speak definitively. Obviously, maybe you know they go two and maybe they win these last two. If they lost in Vegas in a certain way, they could be like a a play-in team or something like I don't know, but we aren't that far removed from them being talked about as a potential four or five seed pretty consistently had been in that five, six, seven range for the majority of the season to, to go from that to potentially being a playing team or awfully, you know, not in the tournament at all. That'd be the worst case scenario. That would just be such a bummer given the talent of this team. And, you know, it's Isaiah Stevens last run. I'd, I honestly think they'll figure it out. They're playing really good defense. I guess not in a key situation, unfortunately, last night. But they're they're hanging in every game. They're competitive. But the inconsistency with the offense now for the entire month of February, it's what's, it's what's held them back. And it's just so weird because I never would have guessed the offense would be the issue for this group. No, and, and you look at um, you, the, the Rams were trying to, and I, I thought they had solved it. You know, they were starting to get to the paint. They're just, Justin, there just looked like there was confusion when you did get the ball in the paint. Quickly, Nevada's getting that double team on them. Because at this stage, if you're guarding CSU, you're going to say, hey, you haven't been making threes. So we're going to let you three, shoot threes. We're going to double down in that paint. And I'm just looking for maybe quicker decisions once that ball gets down there. Um, there was a couple of times, and I thought Joel Scott did that really well once. Right before the double team came, he got off a quick shot. You either got to get off a quick shot or you take the double team and then find somebody. So um, it is that part of it was frustrating, just how it was handled. I felt like the Rams were starting to get there, get in the paint, but uh, unfortunately it just wasn't enough, consistently enough throughout the game. Yeah, and I, I do think to an extent with how many fouls were called, it probably hurt the flow of both offenses at times, just because how can you get any momentum going when you have a whistle every four or five seconds? It was it was crazy how that all played out. And, and I do think it was a really physical game. I, I want to make that clear. I was critical of the officiating. I also know it's a tough spot. I just didn't feel like they did a great job of gauging the game or like gaining control of it you just call every little thing and it, it turned into a free throw shooting contest and fortunately for csu nevada missed some crucial free throws yeah. down the stretch yeah i mean just the fact that the rams even had an opportunity came down to lucas missing a couple which you never guessed but in the uh, peak csu luck at least of late you know it, it goes full circle and they they lose a heartbreaker but it's to a good team, you know, at the end of the day, it's not like a resume killer, like I said, but it just, it puts so much more pressure on you going into these last couple of games than you would have ever hoped for. I think that's the key right now. Um, you know, there's going to be, there's the Rams fan waking up this morning that's saying the sky is falling. I'm never watching sports again. And then there's the other Rams fan that's like, It'll, it's all good. Well, the truth is in, in, in between because you lost that game, it doesn't mean you're out, but the pressure 
is on, and you have to beat a Wyoming team that, hey, they had a weird season, obviously a, a terrible situation last week with the three of the student-athletes. This is a team that can go, hey, we can at least have a feel-good end of the season. Uh, you know, and They still have the tournament and all that as well, but as far as the regular season goes, we can sweep CSU, and that would be a nice little fourth-place prize for us, even though we didn't have the season we wanted. So that's going to be a hungry basketball team. Yeah, I mean, nothing would, would give that group more satisfaction than, than to sweep the Rams and obviously play spoilers to their postseason potential. And the, the tricky part is, you know, you very mel- you very uh, well may be playing one of these teams for a third time in Vegas. And, you know, let's say you beat Air Force in the spring, you might have to turn around and play them again for a third time in the tournament. And even if you win in the spring, it's just tough to beat anybody three times. I think you're really hoping for like a Fresno State or even a San Jose State. And all these teams can be frisky, you know, in certain situations. But that, there's just so many different elements now that you have to pay attention to that you wouldn't have had to if you simply like won this game. It's amazing how the season tells so many different stories. I mean, there for a while in, in the non-con schedule, Justin, we talked about yeah, this. Could this be the best Rams team ever? I mean, they they had monster wins, and then obviously Isaiah Stevens is such a sensational player, maybe the best ever for Colorado State. But then you get into conference play. Unfortunately, it happened. Like I know you've said, we've said this. It, it's going to be a battle. Um, every single night's going to be a battle, and unfortunately, CSU. They're they're co- they're going to come out of this either way, banged up, man, and it's going to look like they've been in a fight. This conference is ridiculous. It's unforgiving, as Medved said last night, and that's very true. It's not like they've gotten blown out or have been embarrassed in any of these games, but at some point, the the losses really start to put you in a vulnerable position, and that's the spot they're in now. The thing about numbers, though, some is sometimes you know the. The variants can come back and, and work in your way come postseason time. We don't know that. We shall see. Offensively, they were the the best offense in the Mountain West in non-conference play. Now they've been one of the most inconsistent throughout league play. Maybe it flips back the other way. Maybe it's just more of what we've seen in league play. I really don't know at this point. I I thought I knew what was going to happen with this team a couple months ago. Like you know the uh, top three team at worst in the league certainly push for the title and they were they were in the mix but I just I never thought that this group after the start that they had would be in this spot and that was even with the respect that I had for the Mountain West I I thought it would be a bloodbath I just I thought a couple more of these maybe 50-50 games would have gone CSU's way. Justin Michael joining us from DNVR Rams. Justin um what what is it? Is is it as easy to just say they're not making shots, or what is it offensively that is really the 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 issue for Colorado State at this point? Shot making is definitely a big part of it. I think on a night where both teams defended really well, and I, I would say this for the last three losses, all of the teams defended pretty well. All these teams are playing hard. They've got good athletes. It just feels like outside outside of Isaiah Stevens they don't really have anybody stepping up and making the difficult shots the way that, you know, how many times last night did Nevada get a tips ball out on an offensive rebound and then they cash a three. Nobody else outside of Stevens is is consistently at least 
really making these shots. And Neek hit a big shot late, which was huge. He had that massive corner three. They just they need more of that, but it's not just that. I mean, there are times where it feels like it just gets stagnant. They had a ton of turnovers in the first half. They were much better in the second half, but it, it just feels like altogether they're not executing. I, I don't know. I guess I sound like a coach right now, but it just it feels like it's a, a combination of things depending on the night. But I do think that shot making is a big part of it, and they need to get Neat Clifford and Patrick Cartier back to the level that they were performing in the non-conference league. Cause Joel Scott's been awesome. If they can get all these guys rolling at the same time, the team becomes so dangerous, but you had Isaiah go for 23 last night. Joel Scott went for 15, you know, Josiah Strong had two Jalen Lake had three. Bemba had six. Like they just need somebody to step up and start making some plays. Yeah, well, they got to make some plays now. They got Wyoming next and a trip to Air Force to finish the season. And as you said, there's pressure in the tournament as well. Justin, my man, what are you working on? I know more recap stuff that we can catch from uh, DNVR Rams throughout the day. Yeah, I'll have some takeaways from last night. Just, you know, kind of what the Rams did well, what went wrong, all of that. I'll probably have some type of column just on you know now what's at stake for csu moving forward i already kind of wrote a piece going into the nevada game but now the context has changed even more as we've talked about you know the the pressure is on so a lot coming your way uh, i'll have an interview with Susie wargen coming later this week so that's going to be fun lots of podcast stuff uh, always busy man thanks for having me on all right my friend we'll talk to you soon thanks justin later justin michael dnvr rams